0: realistically if you're putting money into a 401k there is a very high likelihood that over the you know 40 50 years that you're I don't know if that's as long 30 to 40 years that you're paying for this 401k you are losing hundreds and thousands not just tens you know not ten thousand dollars twenty I'm talking like a hundred thousand like 20,0 300,000 depending on how much you're putting in the four hundred one k, you're losing that big chunk of money just by not knowing, you know, how much you're getting, how much you're getting charged for that four hundred one k. What the fuck is up, Sarby Studios podcast? You know it is. Yeah. fuck oh you know who it is your favorite degenerate um that that honestly just sets the tone not sets the tone for the podcast but really like encompasses how i feel today just me fucking up the very beginning of the podcast and even me fucking it up now because i'm supposed to say thank you for liking commenting subscribing rating the podcast turning on post notifications i even set it out of order bro um let me cheers the camera with my alcohol reset baby reset Mm. today is just um one of those days where i my brain is like like it just doesn't (laughs) doesn't want to do its thing um i mean i mean i kind of like worked hard today like did a lot of work which is great but usually this doesn't happen to me um we're like what this is the 13th episode of podmas for me And honestly, I'm surprised I lasted this long. Today was literally like, I just couldn't think of anything to talk about on the podcast. Like usually throughout the day, I'm like thinking, I'm like, okay, I could talk about this. I could talk about that. I could tell this story. I could tell that story and nothing, not that I couldn't think of anything to talk about. It just like nothing like made me excited, I guess is the best way I could put it. Um, There's really nothing that I was like, oh man, like I have to talk about this or I have to tell this story. Um, and I'm honestly surprised it took this long to, to, to get to that point. But I think that's like with anything that you do, you're going to hit a certain point where it's like, she, like, <laughs> you you know, you're going to hit a, uh, you know, you're, you're going to have one bad day or a couple bad days, whatever it is. You just got to push through them, grind through them. So that's what I'm, what I'm doing here. Um, I, I did. Okay. So I kind of came up with a topic today and I don't. Like the reason I'm not excited about it, I think partially is my mood, but also because, um, I, I just don't know how I want to talk about it. And that's just the fact that I feel like my last couple podcasts, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love this. My last couple podcasts have just been goofy, like me being funny, me dicking around. And I love that shit, bro. That is 110% my personality, just like having fun, making people laugh. Like, I love it. I absolutely love it. Um... But I do think that behind this goofy ass face over here, um, I do have a lot of like good knowledge on a lot of different things, whether it pertains to business marketing, um, creating content, uh, you know, just, just being a, a a better human being, um, in different aspects. I do think I have a lot of knowledge on it, um, I just think it's, it's like really hard for, I like, I don't understand. I, I, my brand, ideally, I would love it to be like, like in a shorter, less buff Asian version of Joe Rogan. Like, that's what I want. Joe Rogan, I've, I've always just loved all of his shit. He's like, I, I feel like everybody respects him. He, the way he talks is just so eloquent. And there's a lot of things that I studied in books and in like speech Um, not classes, but like speech, you know, things that I've like looked at online and whatnot to be a better speaker. Joe Rogan does them all. And I've like always wanted to model, like being kind of like him when it comes to talking, when it comes to, you know, building a brand or whatever. Um, and I just don't get how he like, he's like a funny guy, a comedian dicks around, likes to joke on his podcast, but everybody takes him so seriously. Like, that's the one thing that I think I 100% lack at is people like taking me serious not not in the way that they're like in in, like a bullying way where they're like ah fuck you like but more in like a, oh yeah like you know you're you're just a goofy guy like everything that comes out of your mouth is meant to be goofy which is not the case right like i i do know like if i need to get down to it i can be very business 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 or very like you know. Um, explaining marketing concepts that I've, you know, uh, experienced and that I've like actually tested out and things like that. And I can do those things. I just feel like my, my personality more gravitates towards the funny stuff, but I would like to start doing a lot more of those like knowledgeable pieces. Um, and I just don't know, like the people listening to this, like, I don't, do you want to hear that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like um, I think it'll, you know, once I build the brand more and I get kind of a wider spread of people, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure there's you, there's, you know, influencers, for the lack of a better term out there, who could talk about the color of their shit, and people would just listen, and I want to get there, but I don't know how, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, um, and I don't think, I don't know, like, I just feel like if I'm not funny, um, the people who I have now who listen to my podcast or, like, consume my content, they aren't going to listen to what I have to say. They're going to get bored. They're going to click off, which is, like, you know, no bueno nacho. So, I don't know. Let me know, guys. Like, w- if you want me to talk about these things or if you're, like, willing, I would, like, honestly, I just need, I need, I need reassurance. I'm a little insecure. <laughs> oh, just a tad bit. Tiny little eatsy weensy bit. Um, but that's okay. Insecurity is normal in human beings. Um, because I, I do... I have a ton of stuff about marketing I could spill. I could give like a lot of really big tips. I think there's a lot of stuff that people are missing out on on social media and things like that, that, you know, especially if you're younger, if you just want to start building something that, um, you know, could potentially make you a little bit of money in you know, like a couple months down the road or, um, you know, has a lot of options in terms of like what you can do with it. I have a lot of knowledge in terms of like building meme accounts, theme accounts, that I could give on the podcast. Like, I'd love to literally just spill all my secrets because I have, like, a good... Uh, I have, like, three pages with, you know, over... My my smallest pages of the three has, like, 27K right now. So I have, like, those. I have the knowledge. I would love to give the knowledge if you guys want to hear it. Um, I think today I kind of wanted to, to talk because it kind of came up in my family a little bit. I've been talking about it with my mom and with my sisters. and My grandparents always give us, like kind of a a really nice gift, um, every Christmas, and, you know, usually we're like, eh, let's go spend it on something fun, whatever, but, um, this year, you know, I really, my mom really kind of, like, sat us down, and she's like, hey, you know, like, the reason why my grandparents can give us those gifts is because my grandpa is a phenomenal businessman, uh, investor, everything. Like, this man has a very expensive piece of property in California that he lives on. He also owns real estate property in California. He's also owned multiple grocery stores back in the day and sold them for a lot of money. He uh, is now has a very, very, I'll just say a very impressive stock portfolio. And um, I was super psyched about this because like I've kind of just dabbled with stocks, but I've never really like launched into it. And I feel like, kind of now is, is probably the best time for me to do that. Um, you want to start investing young. Don't, don't listen, like what anyone says, if they're like, Oh, you have time, you really should get started when you're young. If I I think there's some statistic that it, like if you're 20 years old and you start investing a hundred dollars a month, you can retire a millionaire by the time you're like 50 or 60 or something like that. So, um, you know it's important i feel like that's something that will number one the education system just fails you immensely i didn't take one class where i learned about investing and proper investing and also you don't really learn about like the ins and outs of how investing is turned into a business that can be rigged against you and this is something that i'm really big about whenever there's money involved there is probably like especially big money like a 70% chance that they're somehow not screwing you out of it but like obviously they're doing it for you know their own gain as well right so this is actually a big reason why the 2008 uh or was it 7 either way the the big housing market crash happened um i thought i think it's 2008 i'm going to double check this because i'm honestly surprised i can't remember housing market crash 2000 yeah 2008 oh i thought i like messed up the date on that i was like what the fuck um but this is a big reason why it happened because people were trying to basically make more money by lying to other people kind of telling them false things about hey you can refinance your mortgages and xyz people started defaulting on those mortgages because they realized that wasn't the case. And then boom, tons and tons of people lost their money because you know, the, the, the banks were like, I don't really want to get into exactly what happened. Um, my my personal, this is such a nerdy thing I feel like, but my personal favorite movie is the big short. Um, it's a phenomenal movie about how like a couple of investors saw it coming, saw the stock market crash coming and kind of like, Really, as best as possible, explains why the stock market crash happened, which essentially breaks down to people got ba- people and banks got really greedy and started being very, ooh, excuse me, very very fraudulent to the point where you know everyone's trying to make money. They're trying to make this broken system work to make the money to a point where it crashes, and then in the end, the people that suffered weren't these fraudulent banks. It was the common people, the, the regular people, most of the time, poor people. So, um, if you are looking for a movie to watch, I would highly recommend the big short. And this is a movie. I probably watched it like God, like maybe 20 times at this point. And still like, there's some stuff that like I'm watching it. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I finally understand exactly what that means. Or I have to maybe even Google it and be like, all right, I need something else to kind of thoroughly explain it, explain it. But it's a good movie to understand because, like, it, I I truly believe some people just, or not some people, but just in general, like, there is so much ignorance around certain financial, um, certain, uh, excuse me, there's certain, there's ignorance around things in the financial industry or things that pertain to finance that are very, very, very <laughs> detrimental. So, for example, 401ks, right, right? Um, usually that's done through your employer, whatever. Everybody thinks that like these 401ks are in your best interest interest when that's not actually the case. Usually these 401ks are being run by a company and that company's number one goal is to make sure that they profit, that they make as much money as possible. So they're going to do things, to try to weasel you out of as much money as possible without raising your concern. So there's a phenomenal book. And I know I'm throwing like a bunch of stuff at you. The Big Short, I would recommend watching. It's a great movie. This book, I would highly recommend reading, but I totally get it if people don't want to read it. Um, If you don't want to buy anything, yet, you're like, uh, if, if like my explanation of this book isn't, good enough for you to want to read it but you still kind of want to like get an idea um there's actually a podcast about it so it's called unshakable by tony robbins the podcast is called the same thing and he kind of goes over the same thing i would highly recommend reading the book because there's a lot of like graphs and a lot of like infographics to really kind of put in perspective um a lot of things but in that book he talks a lot about how like most people i i i if i'm remembering correctly it's like 71% 71% of Americans don't know that they're paying for their 401k and then of the 29% that do know that they are paying a certain amount of money for, for their 401k, 92% of that 29% don't know how much they're spending every year on that 401k and they don't understand the how much they're actually losing because of compound interest. I know this is super technical guys, especially if you're younger and you're listening, you're probably like, what the fuck is he talking about? I promise you, you do not want to not know what I'm talking about because if you're, you know, I I feel like, yeah, like Gen Z right now is like, fuck capitalism. Realistically, it's probably not going anywhere. Like, and, and, you know, I'm a big fan of like, the, the way I've always looked at things is like, there's so many people trying to change the system, but the way I look at it is if, you know, you were playing a sports game, let's say hockey, right? Hockey is like my sport. To me, people trying to change the system, like maybe trying to set up a socialist system is like the players standing there and arguing with the refs and trying to get to the, commissioner or whoever runs the nhl and trying to get them to change the rules and it's like pretty much nearly impossible meanwhile there's players on the other team playing just learning hey these are the the rules of the game here's how i gotta play it and just scoring and scoring and scoring that's like that's kind of how i look at life and it's pretty it's pretty fucked up i'm not gonna lie it's kind of like a if you can't beat them join them kind of mentality but truly like that's just kind of how like that's that's how it is Um, and so my philosophy is, Hey, you know, if you're trying to change the world, I say, go for it, but you might as well also understand like the rules of the game, right? You're trying to change the game. That's perfectly fine. Like there's a lot of things wrong with our government and our system that does need changing, but you should also learn how to play by the rules so that you can set yourself up for success as best as possible as well. Right. Um, and that's what, you know, that's what just learning about these things, does it, it really allows you to know what's going on b- behind the scenes and, and how to ca- counter that essentially um, so that, you know, in theory, not in theory, realistically, if you're putting money into a 401k, there is a very high likelihood that over the, you know, 40, 50 years that you're, I don't know if that's as long, 30 to 40 years that you're paying for this 401k, you are losing hundreds and thousands, not just tens, you know, not ten thousand dollars, twenty. I'm talking like a hundred thousand dollars like two hundred, three hundred thousand, depending on how much you're putting in the four oh one K. You're losing that big chunk of money just by not knowing, you know, how much you're getting how much you're getting charged for that 401k. So um I know this is so technical, like this podcast is probably extremely technical, but I would highly recommend like read Unshakable. It's incredible. It really breaks down and helps you create like a game plan for, hey, this is what a 401k is. This is what a Roth IRA is. This is why you need to know how much you're getting charged for it. You know, this explains, you know, how to get rich in the long run, how to invest to get rich in the long run and you know how the market works everything it's a great book in my opinion it probably does the best job at like explaining things at a fourth grade reading level quote unquote i still like me personally and i was a finance major for a little while i had to like google some stuff because i was like oh shit i don't know what this means and so i was like google you know look it up really quick but um huge huge advocate like Anything and uh, like, and this is coming from someone who I still have so so much to learn. I try to read as many books as possible. I'm really terrible about it. I used to have a really good habit of reading every day, and I, you know, I've read more books and read and listened to on audio, um, books this this entire year than I probably ever have. But ideally, I would like to really nail down a a, a habit of listening to uh, like two books every month and reading at least one or two books every month, but, um, haven't reached that goal. That's probably more of a 2021 goal though. I'm not a huge, like new year, new me kind of person. So, um, I really want to, uh, I, I should really just start that now. I'm just, I'm just kind of dumb and lazy right now. i um, trying to get this podcast out. So, but there's always time. I watch I, I watch Netflix still. I could replace some, some Netflix watching with, with a, a good old book. I have one that just sitting on my night, uh, nightstand that I have yet to touch, so, um, that's actually something I should talk about, too, is, like, New Year's resolutions, um, and just kind of, like, maintaining consistent. I don't know, I don't know, let me know if that's something you guys want to talk about, but, I don't know, that's, I, this podcast was probably all over the place, and you guys are, like, what the fuck, but, like, truly and sincerely, like, I would, I, I, I can't emphasize how much this like gets me going in terms of like, wow, there are really people making money off of the, like, like off, off the ignorance of people that like can hurt them in a really bad way in the long run in terms of like taking out more from their 401k than they need to, um, when you look into like stock brokers or financial advisors, um, there are different types of financial advisors. So you'd think that these financial people, you know, people who have been quote unquote like deemed by the government as like, oh, these people are the best people to give your money to and they'll help you become rich. That is not the case because there are different types of financial advisors. Ooh, let's see if I can remember it. So there's there's brokers, which brokers they are legally allowed to receive kickbacks from mutual funds or like companies to recommend their funds or stocks. So usually when they're helping a client create a portfolio, they're recommending these mutual funds and stocks that they're getting paid extra to recommend because it puts more money in their pocket. It might not be the best investment for their client, but it's the best investment for them to get more money, right? So there are stockbrokers. And then I think there are like... I I think they're called fiduciaries. I could be completely wrong. Fiduciaries are people who are legally obligated to tell their client what they think is best for their client. So they, those, those, uh, fiduciaries can't take kickbacks from, you know, uh, from mutual funds or whatever. So like, no matter what, they're going to keep their clients, uh, you know, uh, excuse me, they're going to keep their clients best interest in mind. Right. Well, there is also a, I don't remember what it's called, but there is a license that you can get where you are a, both a broker and a fiduciary. So, you can tell your clients, hey, I'm a fiduciary, you know, I'm, like, I'm legally obligated, whatever, but on the back side... They can still do those things at the. St- they can literally just switch from like, oh, I'm a fiduciary to switching to being a stock. You know, you like how fucked up is that? Like <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. So it's just little things like that. And, you know, obviously there are way less fiduciaries than there are stockbrokers because stockbrokers make more money, right? They get those little kickbacks that let that pad their cell se- Oh, why can't I speak? <clears throat> they get way more kickbacks that pad their salaries a ton, a ton. So why would you be a fiduciary, right? So it's really hard to find a fiduciary, someone who's solely and completely a fiduciary than it is to find someone who's either a stockbroker or both a stockbroker and fiduciary. So it's it's just a whole, like just knowing that right there puts you ahead of the game because there are people who are like, oh, I have to go, you know, I have to make more money and invest. I'm going to go to a stockbroker and they have no clue that there are different types of stockbrokers that, you know, one of them's just trying to take your money, and put more money into his pocket, right, so, things like that, highly would recommend, read Unshakable. at least listen to the podcast, like, I don't, I don't even know, it should still be up, I, I listened to it, it was very, he basically goes over kind of the same things that I'm going over, except for he's probably way more qualified, and can explain it way better than I can, so, um, but, you know, this is the stuff that, like, that I know that I would love to share with people, because it's like, holy shit. Like, you know, the schools don't teach this stuff. And this is like, I've seriously considered if I ever become like really, really wealthy and I have money to spend, I would love to start or, you know, potentially look into starting a school system that actually teaches kids things that they like need to know taxes, money management skills, like investments, um, even just home skills, bro. Like the fact that I don't know, like, like, when I was paying for my insurance for my car, I was on the phone with the Geico guy and he was like, yeah. So, um, like, <laughs> what do he say? He was like, yeah. So like, do you want to pay an extra $2 for roadside assins- assistance? And I was like, yeah, actually, because if anything ever happened to my car and it broke down, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do, bro. Like imagine, like that would be so cool if they just had like a class where they actually taught people, Hey, Here's how to change a tire. Hey, if your car's making this noise, it probably means that this is happening. Because that's actually kind of important, right? Like, (laughs) I have... Look, guys, I took Euclidean geometry (laughs) in high school. That's the one... There aren't numbers involved, okay? It's solving geometric proofs with, like, angles and, like... It's so... Just look it up. It's so fucked up. I have never used Euclidean geometry in my entire life since the moment that i passed that class in ninth grade okay i drive a car every single day and that motherfucker could break down on me any day of the week i would love like obviously you know knowing how to do geometry at least at a basic level is important but why are we putting an emphasis on something as stupid as, as that when there's you know there's an idiot like me who doesn't know how to fucking function uh, or excuse me how to fix a functional car so huh. Man, I'm just getting on my soapbox today. This is this is this is great. I truly thought this was going to be a lot worse than it is. I'm stumbling over my words a shit. Like I can't speak today. Is it? Eh, I didn't do my uh, my mouth exercises. <laughs> wow, that sounds really bad. <laughs> I'm talking about like the stuff that you do in theater. Like, did you ever? I feel like I'm just digging myself a hole right now. <laughs> Do you guys know what I'm talking about? It's like, um, oh my God, I was saying one the other day and now I can't remember. They're like tongue twisters to like get you. Fuck. <laughs> I can't. I can't... <laughs> wow, well, just like the one mo. you guys are probably sitting there like, what is this idiot talking about, bro? All right. I think this is probably the part where I should end it. I think this is just going to go downhill from here. Um, just a quick heads up. I, if you got to this part, I appreciate you. Um, I am going to Tucson to help my, my the guy that I'm doing surveying stuff. I'm going to Tucson to like do some jobs for him and I'm going to be basically be gone Tuesday and Wednesday. So tomorrow I have to shoot two podcasts. The The next two podcasts are probably going to be pretty short just because I have to sh- shoot two of them and like edit them and schedule them and all that. Um, but if you guys could help me with like good topics to talk about for those podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated. So make sure to drop those in the comments, or if you're listening to this on, on, uh, Apple podcasts or Spotify, um, oh my God, brain work dm me that's what i want to say shit i need to end this this is bad i just need to end this go to bed hit the reset button thank you guys for watching i'm 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 uh, b- 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 <laughs> bye <laughs>